0: Welcome to the Natural Curiosity Podcast. We are live on YouTube and in our Facebook group with two shows, Wisdom Chats for the Curious and Daily Reset for Success. Be sure to visit our videos so you can see what we look like and be sure to say hi. Today's episode is the Daily Reset for Success. Now, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Reset for Success show. I'm Marian LaSalle and my co hosts today are Lady Lou and Kent Renee Miller. And today's show is all about adapting to the changes of the world, which we all know is plenty. Hello. Hi. Hi, you two.
1: Hi. Hi.
2: We are so thrilled to be here. Thank you all for joining us and the audience too. This is gonna be a very interesting show because Kent and Renee are very unique individuals. Uh, Kent does this special channeling and it tells us things that are coming and they're not always clear. And we have to guess and kind of finagle and try to understand some of, the, of them. And Renee helps to translate all of that. And they've written two books, right? Rene, yes. two, yeah two, two books
1: and we're in the midst of writing the third yes
2: there they go and they can be found on amazon
1: yes yes
2: Great. So anyway, let's get right into it because they're going to tell us how we can all adapt to this changing world. And we know it has changed mightily since COVID-19 happened. And some of us aren't happy with the changes. We're isolated. We're stuck in the house and all this kind of stuff. But Marion and I have enjoyed it to great lengths because we wanted to be stuck in the house. (laughs) Helping people. So, which camp do you want to start, or Renee? Yeah, the, the,
1: the changes that we're going to be discussing are exponential, experiential. Um, they are huge and they go far beyond what we experience here on earth.
3: Oh. Renee? Yeah. So, these changes, this is a period of time called the transformation and this is it goes beyond the the physical changes which there's going to be a lot of physical changes it's this is all about our spiritual evolvement and so um, these are great changes that are actually taking place throughout the universe throughout the galaxies and it's even change at the subatomic level so even our physical bodies are changing, our DNA is changing, um, social structures. So we're going to see changes within all kinds of um, our institutions, banking, economics, educational, the way we uh, deal with health, our um, learning, who uh, learning about who we are on a soul level.
1: All of that is going to change. And- that seems like a lot of change. So we're going to try to take the simplest of changes, which those can, un- they can understand the people, the humans can understand the language that I get in my meditation is higher than the language we use as humans. So we have to do a lot of research and deciphering of what each item means, what each uh, particular word means. And many times we end up guessing and only come later on say, oh, now I understand what it means. So
0: it that takes a, lot, to a of lot, lot of work. Of <laughs> <laughs> so, so these changes go ahead. Well, as we're all trying to adapt to the changes that we've already seen, but you know, I know that there's more coming. But right now, what's happened to us in our world, I see how people are scrambling around trying to adapt. And so I just want to talk about some of the things that we have done so far that have helped us get through this, because let's face Mm -hmm. it, health problems, you know, your, your income might have changed dramatically. Most of us, it has, right? Unless you're, unless I don't know, unless you're an internet marketer, (laughs) a lot has changed. Right. Uh And so to, to watch people adapt the best way that they can. Like, I'll give you an example. Let's say we have a couple and um, they have four children and they're all in school in different schools and what's going on. And all of a sudden they can't go to school and they both have jobs outside the home. And so now they don't have jobs. The kids are at home. So now how they, you see where I'm going with this. It's like the adapting that we have to do is almost like we have to do it now because we have to eat. We have to pay our rent. We have to we have to adapt right now. So yes. what do you yeah. suggest for the, the things that are happening today? What well, do you suggest?
1: People have to come together. Um, Such so Say you live in a neighborhood and you have three or four friends in a neighborhood. You need to appoint, I feel, we need to appoint someone out of those three or four friends to watch the kids of that group while the other ones try to find a job or go to work. You're going to have to create your own little communities.
0: I've seen people doing that. That's Mm
1: -hmm. going to force us to work together, whether we like it or not, which is a good thing. We've been telling people they have to work together. They have to be neutral in the way they see each other. In other words, if the Hispanic family is down here, and the Black family is over here, and the White family is over here, and the Asian family is it makes no difference what race you are or your background. We have to come together to survive. Now, wait a
0: minute. What about politics? Am I going to nope. have to come together with those guys?
1: No, you don't have to come together. <laughs> to survive, we have to come together as a human race. You know what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I'm yes, making
0: I fun of saying. it. But, but yeah. yeah, we have to see our differences as not something that is uh, something that we can't get over. That's like correct. Can-
1: we got to do away with Democrats and Republican titles and work together as humanity.
3: I think okay. this is causing us to um, have to reinvent and think outside the box because all of these institutions are going to start crumbling to make way for an entirely new way of doing things. and It's hard to imagine sometimes doing something differently, but when we're put in this kind of a situation where we have to reinvent ourselves very quickly, we have to open up our minds and we have to get really creative about how we are going to accomplish these challenges that are facing
1: us today. But it
3: gets us out of the box
1: okay not only that challenge of us as a human race but also we're having an extraordinary amount of earthquakes throughout the world an extraordinary amount of volcanic activity throughout the world the world as we know it as we knew it is changing and it's changing quite rapidly now how are we going to survive all these changes that are coming not only for ourselves, but for the world. Right.
2: And it is going to come down to the survival of the fittest.
1: And well, the fittest could know, mean we this. have
3: to be able to adapt to the changes and some of the recent messages that Kent's getting in, what he likes to call meditation. It's channeling, but he's in a deep meditation.
1: We argue about that. She keeps calling it channeling. I think no, it's meditation.
3: <laughs> but if you look up the definition of channeling, channeling is the correct word. It just it has some negative connotations to it um, for some people. But these recent messages are telling us that we really need to acquiesce to this change, to not resist, to not hold on to the old ways of doing things, because that resistance causes our inner turmoil. It causes us to be stressed out, and then what happens is that with our own health, our bodies start to release cortisol, which, it is an impediment to our own immune system. So it means that when we're stressed out, when we're in resistance mode, then our own immune system is not working right. And then we're going to be more prone to disease. And this was the message that we got lately. So we really need to accept the change and accept the, um, the challenges of having to redesign our world. But we're going to do it in such a way that is going to be better.
1: Well, we have to get rid of our old paradigms, the old perceptions of which we grew up with, and our parents and grandparents, and goes way back. We have to get rid of those paradigms. And we have to be ready to go into a new conceptual learning. And conceptual learning is quite a bit of difference Than perceptual learning. So, as we begin to do this, we have to adjust ourselves to what's going to happen. In other words, I keep telling people if you stand in front of a forest and there's a tree in front of you, you've got to look past this tree to see what's in front of you, what the forest looks like. You can't just look at one tree. Okay. So, that means backing away from all including politics, (laughs) all items, and look at the whole of everything so you understand why certain events are happening and how it affects you personally and what you can do after an event to change your field of learning to the betterment.
0: Okay. So I, of course, you know, me, I'm just the person that I am. I can't help myself. I, I actually love the person that I am because I'm able to smile through it all. It doesn't, doesn't matter what's going on around me. I can find the good in it. Okay. I can find a way to learn and not stress out. Okay. So uh, I do, I have been listening to y'all since I met you since uh, I don't know how many years ago that was. But um, I've been listening, I don't read your books, but I do listen to your podcast. And I watch your videos, as you know. And so I'm really glad that you're going through each and every chapter of your books. Because not only are we getting the information that are in your books, but we're also getting the newest, latest, greatest stuff that you guys are thinking like you, like you said, you might have gotten some information and you and you learn later that oh that's what that meant i feel like i have the best of both worlds and unless you call me late for dinner or you tell me i'm out of toilet paper i'm happy okay
1: <laughs> and we've called you late for dinner
0: never late for dinner okay <laughs>
1: uh,
0: now now i realize that some people think that's pollyanna but in, in truth i i know what's going on i you know even though i don't watch the news i get enough information from my sources my friends uh, that i feel like i i know kind of what's going on and we can learn from our mistakes from our our history but a lot of us don't a lot of us don't learn yeah. from history we have to be hit over the head um uh, several times in order yeah. to like change how we feel, like you know, you have to bring yourself it, into the neutral, like you you taught me. Right. Okay, it's hard to get bring rid of your old
1: perceptions. It's very hard to to delete them from your computer, which is your brain.
0: And I know that my uh, my upbringing and I and some of the brainwashing that I've had over the years. I know it's still there, but I'm able to see it from a different perspective now. I'm seeing it from those those places that you tell me the the angular learning. Okay, so I'm I'm seeing it from different viewpoints. I'm seeing this guy's viewpoint and that guy's viewpoint and and my mom's viewpoint <laughs> because and they had the tools that they had at the time they did the they did the best they could with the right. tools that they had right so i'm i'm loving what you all are doing you're teaching us how to adapt in a softer way so we don't have to stress out so much
1: yeah and you're getting rid of your you're slowly very slowly getting rid you're of your me- I'm very slowly getting rid of your perceptions, which you've always been given to you by your peers and your your parents and and relatives around you. So as you get rid of these perceptions, you're going towards a conceptual being, towards a conceptual learning.
3: So, which is uh, good. Let's talk about these the conceptual learning, and you had mentioned the the perceptual learning for people who maybe not familiar with our teachings the creator when when all the universes and the galaxies and everything was created originally everything was tied to cycles so cycles are tied to uh, planetary movements and there's all kinds of mini cycles within grander cycles within each big cycle, there's cycles of learning. And and so we have been in a cycle of learning about perception, which is not necessarily aligned to the truth. So here we have this culmination of this cycle, this huge cycle of perception, and everybody's got their own version of what the truth is, but. It's not a universal truth. it's all their own perceptions of how they're raised in
1: their environment.
3: And so we're coming to the close of this cycle and it actually officially ended December 21st, 2012. And we're in a period of transition where that has closed and we're finishing up those lessons. And then we're going to be making way for a whole new learning at a higher level. And that's conceptual learning.
0: Renee, um, was that the end of the Mayan calendar? Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah, it wasn't the end of the world. It
1: was the end <laughs> of the Mayan calendar.
3: And so the Mayans used to be able to they identified certain events happening on specific days in the calendar, their calendar system. Celestial events. And and they were able to predict you know, certain things were gonna happen on those days in the future based Mm -hmm. on past events. And so it has left humanity kind of wondering why all of a sudden all those predictions came to an end. They came to an end because that cycle of learning came to an end and we're starting a new cycle at a higher level and they could not predict How the the planetary alignments were going to be in the future, because the planetary alignments are even changing. See, the native. And that dictates what happens here on Earth.
1: The native people, like the Hopi and the uh, Sunni, and many native tribes, believe it's the end of the fourth cycle or the fourth world, which we are in right now. And the fifth world. It will become the new world, and it will begin when the Earth changes its field. In other words, it, it reverses the magnetic field.
3: And it's I've not been just Earth's that. electromagnetic field, it's
1: the whole galaxy. We're going to be passing
3: through some point in space where all these polarities are going to reverse. Then and so there's even poles between planets that keep planets from colliding with each other. And those poles
1: will reverse. Yeah, the sun has already been in reversal of its uh, magnetic field.
0: Yes. See?
1: And it's complete. So we're going to be, uh, now the planets will begin their reversal.
0: We've got some audience participation. And before we move into what's about to happen to us, let's talk a little bit more about how we adapt as these changes are happening. Now, Karen is in our audience and she says, the respect of your elders' thoughts, the newness of young ideas, where is the in-between point for both to collaborate? That can be a difficult task. So they're thinking, Karen's thinking the same way I am. How do we get people to work together? You say we have to, but how do we get them to try?
3: It's through mutual respect. The elders have a vast trove of experience that cannot be ignored. And, you know, here in the United States, we kind of toss our elders aside because they become weak and feeble. And and it's our culture that in, in the American culture, the elders are not valued like they are in other cultures. Mm. and we have to come to understand that they do have a vast trove of experience, and that weighs heavy in value. And then the younger, they have a more open mind. So I think we're being called to be able to blend this, to be able to respect each other through open dialogue and discourse so that we're not getting trapped in a box, but we do acknowledge the experiences, the valid experiences of our elderly.
1: Yeah, when she says elderly, it doesn't necessarily have to be your grandparents or or your great-great-uncle, whatever. It could be a person that displays or is able to discuss wisdom and understanding and, and if the younger people will just listen now and don't put any political thought in it. Politics and religion tend to cause issues amongst our population. Listen to the wisdom of the elders. Now, you don't have to go with it, but you can learn from it. Yeah. Right?
3: I think, too, as we get older, we tend to get kind of more narrow-minded in our thinking. So the younger population helps to keep our minds open if we listen to them and um, welcome new ideas for doing things.
1: Now, these things that's been happening recently, the COVID uh, issue and these issues of the political field, how it's happening now, all that will help bring us together if we just get rid of politics and think about, (laughs) okay, if we can... Okay, but but politics politics is a derivative of misunderstanding, okay? If we can get rid of politics from our discussion and discuss the things that affect us all, health, um, living more productive lives through healthy eating, Look how many people have been told, start growing your own food. A food shortage will create more people growing their own food, which is healthier than the restaurants. And when you grow your own food, neighbors want to share, and you get to know each other.
0: When, I'm getting a lot of kale and uh, spinach from my next-door neighbor. She's right got over. one of those grow trees, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a power tower or whatever they yeah. call it. And she's growing all kinds of stuff in her yard. Right. So, yeah. We,
1: we've been telling people, get seed, have a water source, have these things because food shortage is coming. We've been saying that for some time, for years. Now it's all over the different news um, channels and and. Wherever you listen, the food shortage is happening because the weather patterns are changing.
3: I want to jump in here and say, you know, these it, this really depends on one's percep- perception. Yes, these changes can be difficult. However, it is prompting us to do things better. It's prompting us to expand our thinking and our creativity so that we can rise to that challenge and make it better. So when uh, Kent's talking about food shortages, or perhaps, you know, with this pandemic, we're gonna see a lot of restaurants closing. In reality, when we eat at a restaurant, we're not eating the most healthy of foods. And so when we start to acclimate to, I'm going to grow my own food because I know what's going in it. I'm not going to use chemicals. I'm not going to, you know, use pesticides and stuff on food that I'm going to be consuming we are not only eating without all those chemicals in our diet, but we're also eating highly nutritious foods and we're moving away from the junk. So we are going to be healthier as a result of it. So a lot of these changes that are occurring are really going to be beneficial to the human race.
1: Yeah, and talking about healthier food, locusts, during the locust infestation years back, if the people were to capture the locusts along with the food that they grew, locusts are extremely <laughs> high. <laughs> now, wait a minute, a locusts I know, are extremely I know. high in protein and vitamins, and, it, and so it's all mm. a mindset. Oh, no, I can't eat. Oh, the, Look oh, at all my this God. Free food. But oh, my God. There, had, there, <laughs> there wouldn't have been the huge starvation that happened in the population if people had began eating the locusts along with the food that they could grow or what had left. There was a huge starvation issue. So, right now, they're spraying the locusts with chemicals. You can't eat the locusts then. If they're if they've been sprayed with chemicals mm. so therefore we can survive off of different things that nature has provided but we oh we're we can't eat that because it's, it, it moves or is the cow, <laughs> does a cow does a cow move i mean <laughs>
3: yeah you know
1: so um
3: part of this is we're going to be going into the next cycle is going to be conceptual learning. So that means we're being with all these things that are happening, especially politically and in our world. Um, and people are searching for the truth because there's so many, there's so much disinformation and misinformation out there. So much perception we're being forced to look for the truth. And so, That is prompting us to start moving into this next cycle of conceptual learning, which is all about collecting data, doing our research, and then connecting the dots to see the bigger picture.
1: And how many times have we said, do your own research? Yes.
3: And so um the another part of the next cycle is about learning about the natural world so we're going to be moving away from chemicals chemical exposure uh, plastics pharmaceuticals and we're going to go into a a new cycle of learning about what it's like to do things naturally
1: yeah because we were in hawaii over there in Kauai, there was huge chemical exposure to the native people, which they were very angry about. The companies coming over there and they bought fields and was experimenting with their chemicals in the fields and caused these different cancers and different diseases of the uh, native people in Kauai. So, and we've seen it here. We've seen chemical exposure.
0: You know, I really totally get this. We only have three minutes left, so I want to stay on, on the topic of how we adapt. Um, Renee, could you tell us about BitChute and Parlor? I have up on the screen how to get a hold of you and how to see your videos and your podcast. Um, but if I've never heard of them, maybe some of our audience hasn't either. What's BitChute and Parlor?
3: Okay, so Parlor is the equivalent of Twitter. And Bitchute is the equivalent of YouTube. So one is just uh, quick posts and the other is video. And their claim to fame is that they're not censoring. So we're seeing a lot of censorship in um, the big tech right now. And these are people who are getting creative and opening their thoughts and redesigning new ways of doing things. So that's the equivalent. And we're on those um, those sites as well.
1: Which, which, when new platforms come out, we were going to try to get on them as we learn about the platform. Okay, because YouTube and Twitter can all be replaced <laughs> eventually.
2: Eventually, well, it's it's sometimes it looks like when they do start censoring things that. They think we don't have a mind of our own. We each need to take responsibility and make our own decisions, but we sometimes need the information. And they're denying it.
1: Yeah, we the people have the control. People don't realize it. They have the control of what's really out there. And yeah, but we it, tolerate it,
2: and, mm-hmm. and toleration is going to be the doom of us if we c- don't quit that, don't tolerate stuff that we know is wrong.
3: Yeah. Yeah, This is all of this is related, everything that's happening, and it is prompting us to redesign our world to make it better. And so um, I would urge people to put their creative caps on start thinking about new ways of doing things that have not been done before. And um, we also have to roll with the change, to take down our resistance, eat healthfully, get our rest, get our exercise, and, um, and also move into that conceptual learning where we take on the challenges of the lack of truth in our society today, we do the research, we find the truth, and and we piece that together together for our new
1: conceptual learning. all, stay calm and discuss (laughs) with those neighbors or people around you. Make discussion. Make communication with them. Because as you talk to people, you learn. That's Mm.
3: and, And keep in mind, this is not negative. This is all we've been reassured. This is all positive change. The change is, is stressful because we don't know what to expect, but we're being reassured that this is going to be very good in the future. We have to get through uh, some, you know, some, some rocky road here. Right.
0: It's usually um, darkest before the dawn. Don't you find that you yeah, know, we're, we're totally out of time, but I do want to thank y'all and I want you to come back. I want to uh, encourage you if you're watching or listening to this to go and check them out. Now I have all of their information down below in the description on YouTube, Facebook, and all the popular podcast platforms. So you can make sure that you could be able to reach out to Kent and Renee. And they have fantastic information. We couldn't fit it all in in 30 minutes today. But here's what I got. Rest, exercise, eat nutritious food. Stay calm and communicate. Exactly. And learn. And make a community. Make <laughs> your own do your research. Community. <laughs> this is big. Right? Kent? Wow. Do your own research. Yes. Don't rely on somebody else. Yes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well,
2: thank you. Thank you both of you, Kent and Renee. This has been very enlightening. And I hope other folks will share this information. You can share it on YouTube and Facebook we and do. all that good stuff. Put it out there. The world needs to see it. So we will say goodbye now. We love you all. Thanks again for being here.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. Remember, it's our pleasure to bring you interesting co-hosts and topics. So, connect with us often. We're looking forward to the next time we're together. Bye for now.